Good morning, my friends. We are um, in October. It is a Tuesday morning when um, this, what this, this is for Tuesday morning, October 6th. And uh, I wanted to talk to you from uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 as we get toward the end of Ecclesiastes. And, um, and really the problem in this chapter is the problem of evil. I mean, um, if you look at chapter 8, we deal with authority or the lack of authority. We deal with obedience, uh, disobedience. We deal with desertion. We deal with defiance and discernment and inequity in life. And then we get to the end of it, and it deals with the mystery of God, the things that he's revealed and the things that he hasn't revealed, the goodness of God and the evil, the evil that is in this world. Uh, let me read this quote, or try to read this quote for you, because this is from Blaise Pascal, and I will slow down and try to read it to you so you can understand it. If there was no obscurity, man would not feel his own corruption. If there were no light, man could not hope for a cure. Thus, it is not only right but useful for us that God should be partly concealed and partly revealed, since it is equally dangerous for man to know God without knowing his own wretchedness as to know his wretchedness without knowing God. Pascal uh, I think makes this pretty clear that God doesn't reveal everything to us, but the things in this world that he has revealed to us began to show us who we really are. God is good. Man is not. God is righteous. Man is not. And so God sends light into the world to reveal our dark hearts, and he sends uh, um, some mystery so that we would pursue him. You know that God pursues us. Luke chapter 19, verse 10 says, the son of man came to seek and to save those who are lost. But Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, we find God when we seek him with our whole hearts. So there's there's this balance of, of God pursuing us and then we turn it around and we begin, begin to pursue him. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter eight and verse one. Who is like the wise man? What a great question from a wise man. Who knows the explanation of things? You ever been around a know-it-all? Not, not much fun. I don't really enjoy being around a know-it-all. Wisdom brightens a man's face and changes his hard appearance. What I believe Solomon is saying here is in the midst of all this darkness, in the midst of all this hardness, in the midst of all this difficulty, wisdom and this uh, mystery that God begins to reveal to us of his character and of his attributes and of who he is and who man is, begins to soften or should begin to soften our appearance and soften our hearts so that we would understand that within us there is no good thing. See, to understand that there is evil in the world is truthfully to understand that there must be a good moral code. And to understand that there's a moral code must be that there is a moral code giver. And that, I believe, that moral code giver is the, the uncreated one, God, who is eternal. To understand that there is evil is to understand that there must be good as well. And we didn't come to that on our own. This is God who reveals things to us in this world. And as we watch this world, we begin to realize there is evil, but we also need to focus on what is good. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 6. For there is a proper time and procedure for every matter, though a man's misery weighs heavily upon him. 
When we look at things and we look through this purely worldly perspective, we can see all the evil and all the darkness in this world. And if we're honest, we see it within ourselves. And that should cause us to seek something above ourselves that can help us. A light to turn on reveals darkness, but it also gives us hope. Down to verse 11. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. And I believe this points to our society today. We see um, ungodliness and we see destruction and we see violence. And yet we see slow justice or no justice. And what that causes men to do is to do even more evil. Well, if this didn't get judged, then this might not get judged. And we began, we come down this slippery slope of a lack of justice or slow justice, which leads to men to think even more evil things to do. Look at uh, chapter 8, verse 16. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to observe man's labor on the earth, his eyes not seeing sleep day or night, then I saw all that God has done. No one can comprehend what goes out. On under the sun, despite all his efforts to search it out, man cannot discover its meaning. Even if a wise man claims he knows, he cannot really comprehend it. What is um, Solomon saying here? All of the world's wisdom and all of man's wisdom will not really truthfully ever get us to an understanding of what God means to do in this world. It's his world. It's his place. And his wisdom is far above finding out. Although God doesn't hide from us, there is this time of seeking, this time of wondering, this time of questioning, this time of of asking why is there good and why is there evil and who's in charge and, and what should we be doing with our lives. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts. What is he saying? God is saying through the prophet Isaiah here that you're never going to completely understand everything that I do. You're never going to understand everything and every reason that I have. And so there comes this time of of trusting God. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. And in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Now, faith in God is not a blind faith. Trusting God is not this blind faith. God has a track record of coming through. You need to read the scripture to understand that God comes through time after time after time, that he is faithful and he is just and he is righteous. Even when man is unfaithful, unjust, and unrighteous, God is the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. So take your eyes off the situation and put your eyes upward towards the God who made all things and begin to trust him and begin to understand that he is in full control. That although there is evil all around us, there is also good that comes from God. And in the end, and in the end, all of us will stand before God and all of us will give an account for the things we've done, even in secret. So let's give our hearts to it. And let's give our trust to him and let's put our faith in God and not in the wisdom and not in the mistakes 
that we've made or that we've witnessed made in this world. Let's pray for one another. Let's care for one another. And let's begin again to turn our focus off the madness of this crazy year that we're living in and turn our focus toward the God whose thoughts are above our thoughts, whose ways are above our ways, but who took the time to come down to earth wrapped in human flesh, John chapter one, verse 14, so that we may have a relationship with him that goes beyond these 50 or 60 or 70 years that we get to an eternal time where we will spend all of that in his presence. Let me pray for us. Numbers chapter six, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Look up. For your redemption draws near. God bless you until we talk again.